welcome to Me Plus You, the show where we talk Nintendo news, nostalgia, and nitty-gritty. I'm your host, Eric Mack. Today, we are looking at the Nintendo Direct Mini July 2020 uh, Direct. And there's not that much to say about this one, which actually makes there be, in turn, a lot to say. So, I got a special episode today. We're going to be trying out some special graphics. We're going to be having the direct on screen as we discuss it. So, uh, if you're listening to this on podcast services, if you want to, you can check it out on YouTube and see the video, or tune in live on Twitch at me underscore plus underscore you. So, without further ado, let's switch over. Ta-da! Hello. Making my face cam debut. So, couple things with this direct we uh as i i mentioned in in previous podcasts there's been a big um a lot of people were looking forward to this direct because there's a lot of rumors and supposed leaks that uh there's going to be a direct big direct happening and that mario remasters 3d mario remasters including super mario was it Sunshine, 64, and Galaxy remasters were going to be coming to the Switch, which is, like, fantastic. It makes sense for the uh, Mario 35th anniversary. There's rumors of Mario 3D World port coming to Switch. Um, there's an F-Zero rumor, which I don't, I don't know how... I feel like that was the weakest of them all. There was a Mario Kart 9 rumor, Breath of the Wild 2 announcements, all this stuff. And none of that came in the direct today. And that, however, I don't think that that means that they're not happening or that they're not, that those leaks aren't true. I think that maybe even those leaks that have been spread around are maybe still true, but specifically for, um, specifically not part of this direct, they're going to be announced at a later date so this direct was uh rumored to be july 20th 2020 on a monday and no news of it no news of it no news of it and then mon like around midnight or something like went like early very early in the day you know eastern time u.s for um July 20th, they, Nintendo was like, yeah, okay, there's a mini direct, and it's a, it's a partner direct. It's going to be 10 minutes. So, that was really disappointing, I think, already to a bunch of people. But at least the blow was done then, as opposed to doing it later, you know? At least, uh, at least, at least Nintendo announced it beforehand, and as opposed to just drop, stealth dropping the direct and then people seeing that it was like basically nothing and that's not to say that there's not some important stuff in this direct because uh all those shimigami tensei fans out there are probably going nuts right now and i'm happy for them but uh yeah so this direct a lot of people are calling it the worst ever and um 
I don't I don't want to be uh, a negative Nancy on this show, but you know if there's a it's a Nintendo podcast, so you're hearing from my opinion, so I'm gonna tell it like it is. And this is probably one of the worst directs. <laughs> it's uh now, like I said, as soon as that as soon as that disappointing blow was announced of like, hey, this is a partner direct and it's mini. And it's like third-party titles that have mostly been announced. Like, I was already not looking. I was already like not expecting much. And then I saw it was. I I missed the live premiere, and I was like, okay, I'll tune in. I was a little bit late. It was already done by the time I tried to tune in. The thing was like eight minutes long. And uh, it's ridiculous. So, um, let's get into it. Oh, also. I'm going to be discussing the American Direct and the Japanese Direct, because uh, unless you're hardcore in this scene, you wouldn't know that there's actually two different Directs, and the Japanese one had some better games in it, you could argue, some more interesting games. I think that's not giving enough credit to a certain title in the American one, so we'll see. We'll see. So, we're going to be going through both today. I have on screen right now, for the video uh, watchers, I have the American one on screen right now. So let's go through it some. And I'll just let it roll in the background. I'm going to have uh, audio on mute as I discuss through it. So as a Nintendo partner showcase, uh, something else important to note is that they announced at some point during this, they said in it, like I think at the end, they were like, thanks for watching the partner showcase. Look forward to more coming this year. So they're going to be doing more of this kind of thing. Which I don't think anybody is necessarily excited about. I think everybody just wants a real direct. It's been long enough. Okay, Cadence of Hyrule. That's what we're starting off with. Um, DLC for Cadence of Hyrule. Crypt of the Necrodancer. I haven't played this game. Um, I never played the original Crypt of the Necrodancer. Uh, but this has always stuck out to me as being very appealing because of the art style. It's obviously really nice pixel art. Um... 16-bit-ish, you know, a little bit better than that, you know, not the Super Nintendo restrictions on it, but, um, it reminds me a lot of Minish Cap art style, which I love the Capcom handheld Zelda games, I think they are underappreciated, um, or not underappreciated, because I think the people who do talk about them, I think they, um, I think they, you know, appreciate them appropriately. I think it's just not talked about enough. Um, so, yeah, there's different DLC. There's, um, scroll back here, there's multiple new characters is one DLC pack. And, uh, that includes Impa, Shadow Link, Shadow Zelda, I believe. Um, Aria, I don't know who Arya is. I'm assuming that's a Crypt of the Necrodancer character. And um, Frederick, another Crypt of the Necrodancer character, I'm assuming. Now, I don't know what this changes. You know, if, I don't know if this is a new gameplay style or what. If it's just a skin, I don't know. Uh, it does look pretty neat, the the characters, though. Like the Shadow Link's Shadow Zelda. Like, um, really cool pixel art and just like very simple it looks like there's one two three four um different uh grayscale 
Hold on, wait. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, so there's very limited, like, um, color palette on them, which is nice. And uh, makes it look really nice, actually. It's a, it's a lot well done with a, a simple palette. Melody Pack is the number two pack. That's going to be 39 songs added. And it lists the composers, which is uh, one of the main ones. And you hear his guitar. Here, let's put on the sound a little bit. You could hear it. Get some family. Journey for a new spin. Pack two, Melody Pack. 39 songs will be added, including remixed versions of the game's background music. You can change the background music at any time. Hell yeah. Yeah, so uh, Jules Conroy, famously the guitarist for Cadence of Hyrule. Um, definitely check out his channel, Family Jewels, if you're interested in video game music. DLC Pack 3 is Symphony of the Mask. And you play a Skull Kid. And this seems to be like an extra campaign DLC. Um, so, that's cool. Yeah, so all this is a... Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's it's nice. If you're a Canes of Hyrule fan, then that's probably pretty cool. Um, I heard somewhere that the, the prices are like 6 6 and 10 bucks for them all, respectively. Um, which sounds like a lot. In my opinion, I don't know, but uh, you get some bonus costumes for Link and Zelda. They show, which are, look pretty nice. Um, and there's a season pass available out now that you can get if you would like. Also, dig this physical edition is coming out on October twenty third, which is a nice date. I feel like this is a good fall game. I would maybe. Ideally, seasonally, have it a little bit earlier. This is like a late September, early fall game to me. Even August game. I feel like this is like, I don't know, this is the time to start playing this kind of game, I feel like. Alright, so now we are into, what is this? Uh, which one is this? They're about to say the name of it, because I'm blanking on it. Here we go. Rogue Company by Hi Res Studios. So, I saw somebody else talk about this. I think it was, um... I think it might have been Alex from Nintendo Life, which is a great source for Nintendo news. I believe it was uh, Alex from Nintendo Life talking about this whole um, intro. There's a cutscene, um, for those of you listening, there's a cutscene with, um, it looks like The Purge. I don't know, it's like some like hacker dude. Um, and hold on, oh wait, you gotta hear this, hold on. Hey, and look stylish while you're at it in Rogue Company. Yeah, save the day and look stylish while you're at it in Rogue Company. And I was just like, that's a weird tagline to have. And then they showed the start of the game, and this is kind of like this neo-noir, like, cyberpunk-y kind of deal. And uh, and the dude who's, like, the main dude they're showing, like, looks hella stylish. So they weren't kidding. I, you know, they they talked a big talk, and then they delivered. So I they consider my interest peaked. And, uh, I don't know, so he's tapping on something, and then he walks away, he's flipping it all cool and stuff, he thinks he's really sick, and, uh, and he, like, hacks the whole city and puts, like, a, his smiley face that's, like, on his, he's got, like, a face mask that's, like, a screen, it covers his whole face, and it's got, like, a 8-bit smiley face on it, and then he, like, I don't know, 
<laughs> this sounds really weird if you're not watching the video, but it's not even, I don't even know. Here, here's the thing. Alex from Nintendo Life said, like, they showed us this cutscene as if we're supposed to know what's going on. That's exactly how it felt. Like, it, they showed us this thing, and they showed us this guy that we could presume hacked the whole city. Like, this entire city. Just some, like, hoagie hanging out in, in a back alley. Like, with his iPhone. So, like, I don't know what they, um, I don't know what the heck that was. I don't, and, uh, and they showed that little cutscene, and then all of a sudden they started showing game, gameplay that just did not give us any more info. So, I don't know what that was. But the gameplay, it's, it's a third-person shooter. It's online, you know, online multiplayer. Um, and yeah, I don't think they gave much information about this. If it's like free to play, if it's, I'm assuming it's come some kind of free to play thing. I think it's free to maybe like download. I don't know if like what you have to pay for, what you don't. Um, but graphics look okay. You know, not the best, but like for switch, like they look pretty good. Um, w with this kind of stuff, you know, the photorealistic stuff on switch can, um, really, um, exposes the Switch's hardware limitations, whereas Nintendo, uh, which was mentioned, this was mentioned on NBC, IV, IGN's Nintendo uh, voice chat podcast. The, uh, Nintendo's very good at, like, hiding the seams, basically, of, um, of the, of their technology, and they have been for years, you know, like, they, their art styles look really great on their systems, but you don't, you can't, the way that they uh, build it looks great, and you have no idea that it's not technically powerful because it looks fine. So, Rogue Company, third-person shooter, yeah, um, looks pretty cool, honestly. It looks like um, it looks like fun, just a third-person. It looks honestly a lot like um, very Call of Duty-esque to me in the map design and stuff looks very much like the era of like black ops 2 advanced warfare and perhaps more i don't know those are like the most recent call of duties i've played so um but hey yeah it looks okay um i guess this was an announcement trailer for this whole game which i'm just very confused by um because they just showed us that intro without any context and then just showed us the gameplay and it looks fun but they didn't really tell us anything i don't think and then uh they end it with this splash screen that says more info later today uh, like and then like put their twitter like okay so all my questions i guess i'll just tune in on twitter later like why don't you just tell me now i don't understand what this is about it's uh it was very confusing to me especially considering that this direct is like five minutes long basically and has like five literally five games so it's strange that they didn't like take the time to be like hey this is what we're showing you okay now we're into it now we got the now we got the big guns coming out quite literally got the big guns we got an american chibi style john cena front and center is the first image you see and then the title comes in, Brawl Without Limits in WWE. That's the tagline, I suppose. Brawl Without Limits in WWE 2K Battlegrounds. This looks sick. This was honestly my favorite part of the Direct.
there's a nice little okay so you get the splash screen of it and it's got a bunch of um like cartoonish like big head ish kind of um wrestlers and on the front cover you got stone cold steve austin i believe here and uh dwayne the rock johnson and i see john cena in there i see um andre the giant and that's probably about all I know. I don't. I'm not familiar with WWE. I know Paul Heyman, <laughs> um, Brock Lesnar. I don't. I didn't see any of them in there. I don't. Uh, anyway, they have this video with. Um, I'm assuming some wrestlers, uh, like playing the game together and like trash talking each other. And it's. I. I think it's really funny, especially the two guys in the back. They're really. Uh, <laughs> They're really uh, into it, and I really enjoy it. I think it's great. I think all of them are great. I think it was, um, I think it was all good stuff. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, this game is, uh, kind of, like, wrestling free-for-all. Like, it looks like a four-player, like, four people in the ring, maybe duos, I don't know. Um, and just this cartoony over the top wrestling game like this this hoagie's on fire you know tackling people you throw people up in the air like 50 feet and like knock them down it's uh it's over the top it's cartoony it looks fun honestly i don't even like wrestling but i think that that would be a fun thing i don't what now i don't know if those games are actually good or not i don't know if there's any more in the series of that or whatever the most experience i've had with wrestling games was playing like 2k16 WWE 2K16, and we just did character character creator to, like, make Cat in the Hat, you know, like the, um, Mike Myers one. <laughs> okay, so, now we're getting into it for the rest of it. You see the Atlas logo pop on screen, and if you're a Persona fan, you know, anything like that, then you're probably going nuts right now. So... I haven't played Persona, I haven't played Shimigami Tensei, I haven't even played Catherine, I haven't played anything, and uh, I say haven't even played Catherine, not because it's the most popular in the Atlas uh, family, but because I feel like it's the most accessible and lowest barrier to entry, but I do really want to play Catherine. Um, that game came out when I uh, when I was a lot younger, and it's like a very adult game, um, in theme and stuff it's a little goofy i think but like it's got you know it's got some pretty heavy themes and about cheating and whatnot but uh it just came out on switch the catherine the full body experience and it's been advertised like a son of a gun all over the internet i feel like I, everywhere i click anything to do with video games it's like hey did you know catherine full body experience like way more than what i feel like it was when it came out earlier on the xbox 360 or no xbox one and uh ps4 it came out like last year or something this remaster with the dl with the rin dlc and all this stuff anyway hopefully i'll do an episode on that and uh i say hopefully because if i do that would mean that i've played the game and i want to play it so all right so you quickly find out after seeing the alice logo that it is in fact shimigami tensei 3 being remastered it i think they said it was 2001 when this game came out i'm not sure on what platform 
I would think it came out on, um, my guess would be, like, PlayStation 2. But, uh, Shimigami Tensei, I believe, has, like, a, um, exclusivity deal with Nintendo nowadays. I don't know how far back reaching that is. I'm, like, I didn't know that Shimigami Tensei and Persona were, like, in the same universe, I guess. I don't, I didn't know any of this until very recently. Shin Megami, I'm looking it up for y'all. Shin Megami Tensei 3. HD Remaster. Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne HD Remaster. That's the full title. It's coming out spring 2021. Yeah, it was for the PS2. Came out 2003, February 20th, 2003. So... Not knowing a lick about Shimigami Tensei, let me just say that um, all the characters look the same to me. <laughs> they all look like they have the same face, but different hairstyle. Uh, and they got some pretty pretty unique styles. It looks... I, I, I bet I would like it. I like this fairy lady here. There's a nice, like, uh, little fairy pixie lady. The There's some fun demons and stuff looks creepy looks cool it looks like um it looks like it would be a fun jrpg to play and uh i'm sure it is considering it's got such an intense fan base tokyo died and i was given life that's like the ending tag for it that's pretty hardcore very you know Typical anime-esque, I feel like, you know, very, like, Akira-inspired kind of stuff. But then we get this tagline. It says, uh, and this is not the only adventure on the horizon, because in its wake, a new journey is about to begin. So now the Atlas fans are really popping off, right? Because now we see Shimigami Tensei 5. Ooh, I just realized the Atlas logo before they showed 3 was the, you know, red and blue, like, Atlas logo, and then the one that they showed before 5 was just, like, all white. I wonder if they showed, if that other one is, like, an old Atlas logo, and the all white is, like, the new one, and that they're just fitting with the style of the, the game in time it's coming out, you know, the, the remaster's gonna have the old logo. That'd be interesting. I don't know, I'm not an Atlas fan. Shimigami Tensei 5. Okay, so, this looks sick. <laughs> it starts off. With it looks like in Paris or something. No, that's the Tokyo Tower. Never mind. Um, we see the Tokyo Tower, and we see a bunch of these little like uh, like gremlin monkey demon guys, similar to like you know like a, a Wizard of Oz kind of deal. And uh, and then we see a gigantic like the size of the Tokyo Tower demon <laughs> god with like six wings, six bat wings, like giant horns big mane of hair, it's green skin, and then it cuts to, uh, people on the sub, like, walking through the subway, and, uh, it looks really good, like, graphically and stuff, it looks like a great game, yeah, I, uh, I really like the design of these evil monkeys, because they got, like, a snout, almost like a, almost like a wolf or something, you know, and they have like thorns on their bodies that look very like brambly and uh, really creepy too. They're really well designed, I think. 
really nailed that kind of like demony look. Hyena. That's kind of that's what the snout kind of looks like. So, um, Shumagami Tensei Five. I don't know what it's about. I heard it was announced as an exclusive for Switch. I think all the way back in 2017. So I think this is the first that we're seeing about it finally. 2021 is the announcement date. Simultaneous worldwide release. Now, I'm going to assume that before it came out hella early in Japan, you know, perhaps like months or a year ahead of time, because that's not exactly uncommon for these like very niche Japanese games. I don't know how niche you could call Shimigami Tensei at this point, because it is pretty popular. But, I mean, look, that's proven, because... They went as far as to say simultaneous world worldwide release. So that's pretty big. So that's awesome. Um, the time for creation has come. That's the tagline for it. That's pretty sick. Never realized how many taglines there were in a direct until I started doing a podcast and saying them out loud. Okay, so that was the uh, American direct. And um, I definitely talked about it longer than it actually was. And... I honestly had more fun talking about it than actually watching it. Highlights were um, Kings of Hyrule. I'm happy to see more stuff, even though I'm probably not going to play it. Uh, I would honestly be tempted to play it just to hear Jules Conroy's music because uh, I think his stuff's really great and very enjoyable. And, I mean, you heard that guitar riff. It sounds sick. And... WWE Battlegrounds honestly looks fun. I would legitimately play that. And Shimagami Tensei 5. It looked really cool to me. And Rogue Company also looked alright too. So, what was the other one? There was one more, right? Was that it? Kane, Safai Rule, WWE Rogue Company. No, that's it. Yeah, okay. Alright, so now we switch over to Boop. Snap, you see that? I did it like, like the guy in the directs. Snap. We're over in the Japanese one. Alright, Nintendo Direct Mini. So, I first checked this out because I heard that there's two... Whoa, forgot I had the sound on. I forgot, uh, I heard that there's two unannounced games that, like, that Japan got that, like, we didn't get. It looks like there's more than that, even, as I scroll through it more. But, uh... First is this RPG that, um, is a very traditional Japanese style. has a very really cool art style very like um ink brushy kind of like uh style think like a, think maybe like a more fine brushed okami kind of deal it looks like it's got a bit of that cell shading too it looks like a real-time 2d side-scrolling action rpg platformer there's a grappling hook you plays this little ninja lady um so yeah, it looks pretty looks pretty sick. Um, I don't read Japanese, so I don't know exactly what it is, but it said RPG, but it looks like an action side-scrolling platformer. Um, and now we're seeing the main character, like, farming, so I guess it might be also a bit of a farming simulator. It looks really cool. It, like, the... The even though it's two D side scrolling, they're like showing us some angles right now of um, of gameplay that like are very oddly cinematic for 
the look of this game. It looks great, but like I'm, I, I suppose for the style of this game being like an action platformer, um, the effect that they're using right now in this cinematics have like a, you know like blurring in the foreground and in the background, while the midground subject is in focus, and that really gives it like a beautiful look. It looks awesome. Hold on, what is this called? Um, Tensui. Uh, something. What is that? Seku Sekuna. He. He. What is that last one? I don't know. Sekula Sek Sekuna. He something. That's what it looks like. Oh, Hime. Sekuna Hime. My hiragana is rusty. I apologize. But there's a physical edition too that looks like they really uh, did it up. There's like an art book and everything. It looks like a lot of care went into this game, which is and a lot of um, you know attention to detail to really maximize the world with their uh, output of the you know their available resources of what they can do with a game on Nintendo Switch. And um, and that doesn't mean too that it looks like limited in any way, but it it's, looks great. I honestly uh, I would love to hear reviews about that and see if it comes to the West. It looks very Japanese, and I'm assuming it's probably going to have a tough time coming to the West, considering that they didn't that it's announced in Japanese direct. All right, this next game that we're getting is um ah uh, what is it Atori I'll correct myself later <laughs> when they show the English subtitle, but I was just trying to read the katakana for y'all out there. Okay, so this looks awesome. Right off the bat, this captured my interest. It shows this huge city. Um very European looking reminds me a lot of like gallery region stuff that I've seen in Pokemon uh, Pokemon Gen 8 which I haven't played Sword and Shield okay this shot if you're watching the video I love this kind of stuff I think it's great it's like a very packed tight city um, with like in a city plaza looks like a um, like a Final Fantasy online like plaza hub like town hub where everybody hangs out and like trades and stuff it looks awesome and um and now the camera zooms in here on this girl that i think you play as well i know you play as her yeah um and uh i don't know she just looks like a typical anime girl she's like decked out in like skimpy clothing that's also like really functional somehow like she's got a lot of leather like straps everywhere but like not in a suggestive way just like she's just got a lot of like pouches and like armor straps and stuff but like also very skimpy so i don't know i honestly could probably it, it feels like a little bit too high of like a like kawaii anime girl for my tastes but the rest of this looks sick it looks like um they start to show gameplay of it. I'm not sure. Like I haven't. I didn't give an outright description of this game because I'm not exactly sure what it is. 
um, we see more of it, and it looks like there's um, some farming elements. Like you go around collecting uh, different stuff in the environment. A bit of 3D platforming, it seems. Um, some like alchemy crafting elements. She just summoned a mount of like this. Uh, she just summoned like this giant squirrel rabbit like hog mount <laughs> which looks sick and now she's fighting she's doing now she's fighting in a battle um and there's a there's another gal too with a bow so but they just showed like a second of that so i don't know how much of that how much of it is an rpg it looked it starts off it looks like a farming simulator and then they show a mount and i'm like oh wow okay and then they show some fighting for like a second so I don't know. I guess it's a mix. Maybe it's like Harvest Moon, but you can also go fight some stuff. I don't know. Uh, Atelier. Atelier. Uh, Lisa. Atelier. Lisa 2. Alright. I don't know the first one, but... So those were the two big games that I saw. And then they go on to talk about Canes of Hyrule. Um... Which I thought it was interesting They when they mentioned the 39 new songs. I don't know if I mentioned that. There's 39 new tracks in the, the music pack that you can get. Which is a lot. Um, another thing that Alex from Nintendo Life was talking about. He was like, I don't know if that's worth it for like six bucks. And I feel like it definitely is. <laughs> if you listen to, if you like listening to music, 39 new tracks for six bucks. That's pretty lit. Um... I thought it was interesting, though. They announced the 39 new tracks, but they don't announce the composers. They don't credit them, which is a shame. But um, I'm assuming that's because if you put, like, composed by Family Jewels and Co., like, other, like, in Japan, they'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. So, Canes of Hyrule. Let's just skip through uh, the rest of this here. This year, um... Uh, Alright, so there's a new... They're talking about there's this new game coming out. A board game. Kind of like Train. I don't know. It looks like a Monopoly Game of Life kind of thing. Um, It's a Japanese series. Like a city builder. Kind of like board game, I guess. It's coming to Switch. There's a new one. Not to America, I suppose. Um, But they show it off in this direct and <laughs> it looks looks very you know traditionally japanese and and omoshiroi uh so check that out if you're interested uh and then they talk a little bit about ninjala it seems and some kind of visual novel and then they talk about a yokai uh yokai watch game Crystal Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicle remake. I don't see now that I don't know why they didn't mention in the in, in the American one. They're going to announce just a few other games. I don't know why. I guess some of them are Japanese exclusive, but Final Fantasy wasn't to my knowledge. And then we end with what's interesting. This is part of the reason I wanted to go through the Japanese one. They flip flopped the announcements in the Japanese one. They announced Shimigami Tensei Five first, and then they announced. Shimigami Tensei 3 Remake. I'm curious as to why that is. Maybe they just... Maybe, like... I mean, Shimigami Tensei fanbase is higher in Japan. 
So maybe they just wanted to get to the good stuff for everybody. And then be like, hey, also, you can play three again if you want. Yeah, because then they just go back to uh, Shin Megami Tensei 3 and just show that off a little bit. And it looks like a much different trailer, if I'm not mistaken. No, it's not that much different. Okay, it's not different. So that's that. That was a longer than I expected to <laughs> announcement of this. Um, so, yeah, really wasn't that much to go on. For this um, this direct, talked quite a while about it because it's this direct is more so interesting historically as a, as an industry move of Nintendo in 2020. That sounds really heavy. It's not that important. It doesn't carry that much weight, but it's just interesting that everybody's been waiting for a full direct for so long and we haven't gotten it for coming up on a year now and. Um, and Nintendo recently said, like, hey, we might not be, do, be doing directs in the future, but I really don't think that that was a, uh, necessarily a, uh, a, a prepping that they were laying down of, like, hey, we're not doing directs. I think that was more so similar to their comments that happened a few years ago when somebody, I forget, um, it might have been Furukawa, said, like, somebody was saying, um, Ask somebody at Nintendo, like, hey, so, like, consoles, like, what's next? What's in the future? And they're like, consoles, like, might not be a thing anymore. Like, we don't know what's going on, you know? And uh, they're talking something, like, radical difference, you know? And I don't think that they're saying that's what they're planning to do. I think they're just saying, like, we have no allegiances to anything. We're just going to do what's best for the industry at the moment, which I applaud them for. So, uh... For some reason, it seems like they might not think that a Direct is best right now, and I don't understand that. So, I'm going to wrap this up with a couple points on this. Like I said, I don't think that those rumors were... some. I don't think a lot of the leaks were untrue. I think maybe the ones like F-Zero don't... I, I, I don't I'm not going to take those as fact, because... From what I can tell, those were all predicated based off of a tweet or a Twitter account that was like made as like a placeholder account, like F at F Zero GP uh, or JP for like F Zero Japan, and it was like had a placeholder name, and you could see that the email account it's like asterisked out because Twitter doesn't give it away, but they tell like some of it. They like put the first initials, and you can make it out that it's like from like a Nintendo, an official Nintendo email, but that could be faked. So. I don't know. It's not, and they also do that kind of stuff just as security too. Just even if they have no plans or intentions to do an F Zero game, they're still going to get a placeholder uh, handle on social media, you know. So I don't place any, um, I don't place too much weight on that. I should say. The Mario remasters, I think they got to be coming. I get, I have no idea what's been going on. It's the thirty fifth anniversary of Mario. Super Mario Brothers, specifically, I mean. There's been no fanfare. The 25th anniversary, I mean, they didn't go too all out with some of the other ones, you know? The 30th anniversary, I think they kind of went all out, actually. I think there's a 30th anniversary, like, encyclopedia book or something. And, like, 
Tezuka and Miyamoto like had some fun doing some like videos or something like that. But uh, and 30th is bigger than a 35th anniversary. Once you get past 25, the um, let me switch over to the to the animation here. Once you get past 25, it really um. Once you get past 25, it the five cell matter in the anniversary anymore. I feel like they're not as big. You're not gonna make a whole big deal out of Mario every five years. You gotta make it a little special, you know. But um, regardless, they haven't said anything. They have not done anything this year other than release one of the biggest games of 2020, Animal Crossing, which they popped off with immensely. Awesome, right? And then they put out Paper Mario, which, in my opinion, looks sick. I want to play it. Hey, that's another thing. I was going to open with this. I totally forgot. I want to get Paper Mario. and um, But I don't want to spend too much money on these Nintendo games. I don't have all the money in the world to just play everything, you know. Otherwise, I'd be pre-ordering WWE Battlegrounds as we speak. But um, Paper Mario, to me, was like, hey, that might be worth picking up that looks pretty fun you know it looks really well made as uh you could see in my uh previous uh one of my previous episodes on here about the the treehouse direct about paper mario i thought it looked great and uh but i figured you know what we're getting this july 20th direct most likely and they're most likely going to announce a ton of games if this is really that year's worth flooding of announcements that we've been talking about, like um, Zelda, Mario Kart, F-Zero, you know, come on. Like, if it's really all, and the Mario remasters, if it's really all that stuff, then I'm not going to get Paper Mario. I'm going to save my money and, and get one of those if they're coming out soon. But now, I feel more like getting Paper Mario, so good job, Nintendo, because you might have just gotten an extra sale out of somebody. But, uh... If the Mario remasters come out, I think I gotta get those day one. I mean, that's just like a... I don't know. That's like a... That's like a Beatles uh, album coming out and, like, not getting that, you know? Not that, like... It's a little different, because it's a remaster, but... Let me put it this way. That's like new... That's like a HD version of Star Wars coming out. You know? That's like... Okay, it's not as big if Star Wars... As if Star Wars released the uh, original trilogy, you know? Unremastered, but... Yeah, so... I still think that all those games are happening. I think they're probably, honestly, going to announce them soon. But... Uh... As of right now, we have nothing on the horizon. This whole year has been, hey, Animal Crossing's coming out, and, oh, hey, Paper Mario and the Origami King, and nothing else. Here's a direct mini. Go play Rogue Company. You know, thanks, Nintendo, but, like, I was kind of hoping you would leave us a little less in the dark. And it's a console launch year, of all things. PS4 and Xbox are dropping new consoles, and Nintendo's not even, like, stepping up to bat. 
I'm wondering if that's going to be the case because everybody's holding things close to the vest right now, especially with COVID and everything like this. Production's unsure. Although Nintendo has said that they've resumed full capacity production again with Switches. But to be fair, Nintendo's always had low, um, what's the word? Low stock on things. It's always been tough to, to get um, Nintendo like hardware and all that stuff. Um, which is probably intentional, I would think, you know, um, create higher demand. So, low supply equals higher demand with that. So, maybe uh, Sony and Microsoft, everybody's, it, it's a wild west right now with game announcements and everything. Everybody's doing their own thing. There's a million directs. There's, it's so unclear what's, every, everybody's like kind of tiptoeing and drip feeding and everybody's like, here's some stuff maybe happening later, you know, I don't like nobody's just like putting out like bang here's something happening because everyone's unsure with production nowadays so that's all fair um so perhaps nintendo's just waiting maybe in like september maybe we'll just get like a direct that's just like it's been a full year bam here's everything here's mario remasters buy them now you know probably not or probably that's might be a holiday title or maybe no that's probably a buy it now and uh, buy it now before the other consoles come out. And then when the other consoles come out, here's Breath of the Wild 2. So keep playing your Switch, you know? That's what I'm picturing the move is. But for the meantime, we'll have to be happy with Origami King and Silence from Nintendo. Because there's nothing else. And probably more rumors and speculation from everyone else. Because the longer that this goes on, the more intense those are going to get. So, that's all I got for you today. Thanks for joining. I hope you enjoyed this dive into both the American and Japanese Direct Mini of July 20th, 2020. For more episodes, check out twitch.tv slash me underscore plus underscore the letter U. And check out me plus you on podcast feeds everywhere. Until the next episode, enjoy your day. Thank you.